success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Hey, these are tough times and a lot of us could use some motivation right now. So we have some for you today here on Success in the New Retirement with a special guest, guys, one who's really achieved a high level of success at the ripe old age of 32. Guys, we're talking about Tim Tebow today here on the podcast. Now, before this crisis began, you guys ran into him, not physically, thank goodness, because he's a big dude, but uh, you ran into him in Florida recently at a financial conference there. I mean, is he as nice and genuine as he seems on TV? I mean, he's one of those guys that you can just tell being in his presence for just a little bit and hearing him talk that he genuinely cares about people, is looking after people, and just is really a good guy at heart. It, it's kind of impressive. You know, he talks about his charity. So, he, you know, he has this charity that they put on basically prom for special needs kids. Yeah, Night to Shine. They do that in February every year. I love it. Yeah, it's now grown into like they're doing it like 700 different churches or community centers. And so the charity provides funding so that these groups and organizations can do that for someone in their local community. And it just kind of makes it their night and they get that opportunity to be, you know, recognized and special for a night. And, and, you know, he talks about it just like, you know, he almost bursts into tears talking about how much of a difference and how sweet those experiences are. So he just really is a nice guy. And he actually met his new wife through Night to Shine, which is pretty cool. And she just happens to be a former Miss Universe. You know, life is pretty good for Tim, I think. (laughs) Terrible, right? (laughs) Yeah, she has a a special needs sister. Yeah, so they've uh, been busy, uh, Mm. you know, with uh, the charity work. And of course, a lot of people remember him from his Heisman Trophy winning days at the University of Florida in football. He played for a few pro teams. That didn't work out as well as he had hoped, I think. So guys, he made a big career transition then to baseball, still working his way up through the Mets organization. Did he talk at all about that while you were with him? You know, he didn't talk tons about his sports. I mean, he obviously told a few stories and and referenced back to that, but you can tell that his entire focus is on other things. Mm -hmm. So he's spending his time, you know, in building up this charity and doing other things. And he talked about going on a mission and some of the life-changing events that occurred there. So You know, I think he said it multiple times that sports was just a catalyst to get to what he was supposed to do in life, which is kind of a crazy that, you know, Mm -hmm. a guy that can win national championships and go to the NFL and have Heisman's, that that's just a step in the process to get him where he wants to be, where he feel like, you know, where he feels God has called him to be. And so, you know, his, his priorities aren't focused necessarily on the on the playing field right now. I think, guys, that's why his message resonates not with just athletes out there, but really anyone who wants to do better in life. And that applies to our finances, too. Listen to what Tim said when he met with the guys. In life and business, you have to go back to the fundamentals, the little things that made you great and do them over and over and over again with the same motivation, the same focus, the same attention to detail. And even if you don't want to because it's become boring to you, find a way to motivate yourself. I love how he gets on a roll when he starts uh, talking motivation, Mm -hmm. guys. But what are some of those fundamentals that retirement savers really need to focus on? There's several. And one of the big things is to recognize what stage of life you're at. What we really need is to set our assets such that we are going to have preservation as our number one goal. We definitely need growth. But what we don't have anymore is time. It's human nature to get to, you know, I'm going to say the word, we get greedy. 
right? And we want these big returns. But what we try to do is spend the time to educate people and to say, look, this is your stage of life. Let's look at statistics and let's look at how what really works for a good retirement plan. And all you really need is consistency to be able to stay retired, to keep up with your goals and what you want to spend. And it doesn't take huge returns. What it really takes is avoiding the big downturns at this stage of your life. So stage of of life and recognizing where you're at, I think, is one of the big uh, fundamentals that people need to focus on and and plan for. You know, I think one of the fundamentals that people need to have is a, a basic financial plan. And the components of that financial plan include the investments and what you're working towards, but it also includes that swear word we call a budget. <laughs> we do um, not like the B word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, if you, sometimes you feel like that's a restriction, but you, you at least have to have an understanding of what it takes to maintain your lifestyle. Because the only way you can answer the question, am I prepared to retire, is understanding what you need to be able to live, what, what it takes to maintain your lifestyle, and do you have the resources to replace that? So I met with a client. They've been clients for you know about four years now. And we, we all we do is we, we're managing an account for them. They, we haven't done a lot of financial planning because they were you know, only 50 years old when they came in. But as I went through my notes, one of the things I told them that they needed to do is I said, you need to figure out your budget and we need to then start putting together that financial plan. And so that's been on the docket each year as we've met. Mm-hmm. Well, what's been challenging is every time, and I go back and look at my notes that they've come in, the question I've been asking them has, okay, what are we spending? What is the budget? And what's frustrating is they make good money. They're making well over $100,000 and they still have no idea where it all goes. Ah, okay. And with the conversation, the notes I have in my system go on and on about, okay, we need to make sure that we're figuring this out. And so this last meeting, again, he's now 55 years old and basically retirement's 10 years out for him of when they would like to be retired. And I said, look, I'm going to kind of speak harshly right now, but until we get an understanding of what you guys are actually spending this money on, I don't have a solution for you guys to be able to be retired in 10 years. Hmm. And the wife kind of sat there like, what? And I was like, look, if you guys are used to living off of $150,000 and you have no idea where it's going, when I add up your social security benefits and what you guys have been saving and where you're at, you're going to have an income of about $100,000. So we are $50,000 short, and we have no idea where that money is going. Yeah. And the light bulb kind of went on with them. And, and again, I kind of had to, we had to kind of have that come to Jesus moment where we kind of said, look, I can't help you unless you're willing to help yourself. And I said, you really have to understand where this money is going because what we do over the next 10 years as far as fine-tuning that budget, paying off debts, and then saving that extra money is going to make a huge difference in whether your lifestyle in retirement is projects and traveling and visiting grandkids and having fun, or if it's sitting in front of the television watching Perry Mason because you can't afford to go anywhere. Right. And so they walked out. She's like, wow, that was quite the meeting. I'm leaving out of here kind of kind of somber. And I said, I, yeah, I apologize that we had to kind of have that. But again, I would much rather have that discussion 10 or 15 years out from when you're going to retire. Then you walk in the door, your health is failing, you're sick and tired of working and you want to be retired that day. And we don't have the resources to do it. Right. The numbers don't and work. So, yeah. Right. So a basic financial plan, understanding what you're spending, understanding what your assets could potentially produce as far as income. So you get a gauge for that. Because then what it does is it gives you the ability to start setting the goals and the objectives that you're working towards that are actually going to make that retirement a reality. And unless we do that, 
You're just kind of, you're grasping at straws and you're fumbling your way there and you may make it, you may not, but you're not really putting together a plan that makes that a certainty. Sometimes it requires some hard work, guys. It's something that Tebow talked a lot about. And again, going back to those fundamentals, that's what sets you up for future success. Now, we know Tim's a busy guy. Yes, technically retired from football, but again, he's playing baseball now. He's a TV sports analyst. He's an author, has a couple of books under his belt and a lot more that he's doing today, guys. But he told us about what he now considers his most important job in life. I love football and I love baseball and I love so many things I get to do, but none of them have or ever will compare to what I think my purpose is here on life. And that's bringing faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day in their darkest hour of need and truly fighting for people that can't fight for themselves. And for me, I don't want to stop. I don't get peace in trying to stop or rest for a day. I get more fulfillment when we get to another country, we get to another place, we get to another boy or girl that has never been told they're special or they're valuable or they're loved or they're cared for. When we get to them, that's a win for me. I love that he's found his purpose so early in life, guys, and is really putting so much energy. He's very hands-on with his own foundation, but do you see kind of that switch in people too? Maybe they've been doing the same thing day after day during their working lives, but they get to retirement and they kind of find a different purpose? You know, one of the funnest conversations to have is when people come in and, you know, obviously we need to ask them about their finances, about their their lifestyle, what kind of budget do they want in retirement. But then to get to the point where we've got all that information and then we say, you know, what do you want to do in retirement? And sometimes we get a blank stare. And, <laughs> and I love to be able to say, look, this is something you're going to need to think about because you're going to have now time that you've never had before. Yeah. And what is it you want to do? And especially for these engineer types and things, they're going to drive their spouses nuts because <laughs> yeah, they need for to be nothing else. Do it for your spouse. <laughs> they need to be busy. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's a fun conversation to have. And, and we, you know, Matt and I could probably share a hundred stories about how the different ways that people spend their time. And there is no right way because you have spent the time working hard to get yourself to retirement and what, you know, how you want to spend that is really up to you. But there's some really cool, you know, different experiences that we've had. One in particular that comes to mind is a, is a client of mine who, you know, was a nurse and her husband, uh, an engineer, and they worked really hard. They didn't spend a ton and they, they looked at retirement and we, we formulated their plan. And in doing that, we realized that they had about $2,000 a month more than they needed. Oh, okay. Right. Good and so they were like, yeah. what are we going to do with this? Huh. Right. And the husband, you know, loved woodworking and he's like, that means I can, I, I have the money to buy some of these things and I'm going to make, I'm going to make some things for my grandkids. And over the years he's made things for his church, his grandkids. Huh. He, he's even made some things for less fortunate people um, and even for his own house. And they love it. And when I, when I've been over that, you know, he'll send me pictures and he'll be like, look what I made, etc." And then his wife is a nurse. It's allowed her to once a year to go and completely on her own dime, go out and help and go on these, you know, third world trips as a nurse and help oh, people wow. in need. Right. And so that's what motivates them. And, you know, that's great. And if you have a good plan and you're, you're looking forward, right, then you, you'll have the ability and a choice to make because you've planned ahead. Right. We have this saying that says, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. And, and it just takes time and effort, and, and you can do it really with almost any budget. 
Well, the cool thing is you get to do a little dreaming at this stage if you get the fundamentals right, going back to that, guys, and then you can put together a plan that works for you and how you're going to fill up all that free time. Now, of course, since we talked to Tim, we had to ask him about finances too, guys, and he told us he always tries to be wise with his money. He doesn't go out and buy a new car. He says there's no point when he's not in the same place for more than a few days at a time, but he did tell us that he has this special bucket of money that he's set up for a very specific purpose. Listen to this. One of the buckets in which I specifically break down my finances is making memories. That's literally what I call it. I put specific finances into a bucket that's just for making memories. It's in there for making memories for my family or for close friends or projects that are near and dear to my heart or specific groups of people. I love this idea, guys. I think I'm actually going to try to do this. I might even label it, you know, memory bucket in my spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Again, you know, when you when you get to retirement, when you think about what you want to be spending your money on, a lot of people, it's it's I want to be doing some of these bucket list items, these trips that I've wanted to do my whole life or I want to take the family on a cruise or I want to do this or that. But it usually has something to do with an experience as opposed to maybe something you wanted to buy for yourself, like the car or whatever it might be. And so I think it's a great idea because, again, that is motivation. If we can have those rewards in mind when we're saving, when we're preparing for retirement to know that, hey, by doing all this hard work, by sacrificing now, I'm going to have these opportunities and these memories and these uh, these experiences. Man, what, what better motivation would you have or could have than some of those things to keep you on track and keep you focused on what you should be doing? And in that light, you know, um, the good and the bad of our job is that we every year we'll, we'll have a client or two that passes away. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my oldest clients that I've had for 16 years um, uh, husband and wife, uh, he passed away Christmas Day, actually. Uh. And uh, one of the things that she brought up, she said, you know what, Damon, I am so glad that, you know, we had done all the right things when we met you, but we didn't have a plan. And we made a plan and it allowed us at a point about five years ago to take and say, we want to take all our kids and all our grandkids and we want to go to Hawaii and we want to pay for it. Oh, wow. And because of the planning, I felt comfortable to do it because I was the one who always was the one pushing back, feeling like we didn't have the money. And because we had a plan and I could see it, we did it. And I'm so glad right now that we did it because now, you know, my husband's gone. And that's the whole point is create your retirement plan that works for you to do the things you want to do. And, and that's, I think, the best fulfillment for Matt and I and the job that we do is, is helping people realize their retirement dreams. Well, that's the goal of this podcast, getting you to think about some of those retirement dreams. And uh, what a great inspiration today from Tim Tebow on how to do that. Again, work on the fundamentals, think about your purpose, and think about those memories that you want to create for yourself too. And if Damon and Matt can help with that, reach out to us online, successinthenewretirement.com. And of course, if you think somebody else might get some great inspiration from Tim, share this episode with them. Just find us on Facebook, Acute Wealth Advisors, and share the podcast there. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.
Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.